0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 645 being recorded on Wednesday, September 22, 2021. I'm Sebastian Peake.
1: I'm Jeremy Hellstrom.
0: I'm Josh Walrath.
1: I'm Brett Van Spruenberg. Okay, before we, we get off onto anything, I would like to note that... You're here under protest? The placement that you have of everybody... Go back to the other screen. The placement... So bottom right corner extremely bright. The other two corners are kind of middling. And then Sebastian is the man of mystery in the dark forbidden cave. Not well lit.
0: I mean, you've got lighting, but it's It's all behind me though. Yeah, the, the Yeah, I know. It I know. yeah, it's not it's not professional at all.
1: Really? But it's 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 uh, you know, I, I kind of enjoy interesting motif of of going from light to dark, dark. smart to
0: <laughs> smart <clears throat> dim <laughs> well our relative intelligence it. is mm. it's it's a visual medium this video thing so um <laughs> you can find out when we go live at pcpercom slash live and there's this patreon thing we're doing a patreon
2: you know, we've been doing this Patreon thing and we have many, many loyal patron subscribers and contributors and super, super appreciate them because we could not stay on the air without you guys. Thank you so much. You guys are helping pay the bills. Really appreciate every little bit. Everybody can can contribute there. But your name can be added to the the hall of is it fame? I think it's fame. It's mm-hmm. not shame. You don't need to be ashamed. Not, not a lot. Maybe just a little bit. Come on down contribute yeah. to the PC per... Uh, you, we could add your name. It's, it's literally what Brad
0: is trying to say is your name here. We'll that literally exactly put your name right here. Right here. The next mm-hmm. time. Burger of the week. It's our most important segment. It's the first segment after the intro. It is. In the timestamps. Josh. Okay, so wait. I was a
1: little disappointed. Little disappointed. Uh, they didn't have a burger special. And... Due to all the issues kind of surrounding us of of supply and whatnot they they've cut down their menu quite a bit, and I was really in the mood for for a buffalo style chicken sandwich from because in the past they've been fantastic, and so I had to make my own except of course you know with the, they don't have breaded chicken anymore it's just it's just grilled chicken oh, yeah. and you ever put Buffalo sauce on grilled chicken—it's yep. just kind of wrong. It needs no. to be breaded or deep fried or something, not not grilled. But I, but I did, uh, I did get it. This is just a, a regular grilled chicken breast sandwich, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, onions, and then they, they, they provided me with a a cup of their angry buffalo sauce, which is their four flame hot sauce five is is their hottest but i mean the four isn't it isn't bad at all so the fries were a little soggy today and uh it was a little disappointing i I mean you can't hit a home run every time you go to bat i mean it was still good I, i still ate it it was filling i won't eat again till tomorrow but it, it, it just just wasn't there. It was It was disappointing because you know not only was it podcast day, but it was also the uh, the fall of equinox. And, and I thought there'd be something special today. And it was just good. It wasn't special. So you know maybe I'm just living in, in times where I am spoiled rotten. By what I am surrounded with—that my day is is full of of no pain yet no ecstasy—and therefore every day just bleeds into the next. And then we get on Twitter and complain about stupid things because we have nothing better to do.
2: Uh, this has been the Josh Poetry Hour. Please yeah. tune in next week for his version of a haiku. I this think. is wouldn't we? <laughs>
1: Come on, I need, I need some. I need
2: some. Get, get some beat going.
0: I don't know if they were being serious,
2: yep. but somebody in the YouTube chat said,
0: "How is it possible that Josh Walrath looks younger than when PC Pur started?" <laughs> I said, "DLF." Well, see, when you get fatter, right? There's
1: that. The oh. f- they called him the Walrus. Tightens,
0: tightens everything up. Yeah. Yeah. Some people inject botulism to their faces. Josh just eats burgers every week. Josh right. Right. and burgers.
2: Don't think yeah. it's botulism. Check, yes, check it is.
0: that. What well, yeah, man, it is? No, Botox is it is. yeah, Botox is botulism. Yeah, Botox is just botulism. Sure about
3: that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Literally yeah. injecting bad, one of the, the most poisonous the, things going
0: into your face. But it makes you look so good. It paralyzes parts of your face, too. But, okay. Okay. It kills yeah. the no. muscles and the sub, so it can't move. All right. Moving on from botulism. EVGA, we've been talking about this for a while if you follow evga on twitter or read any tech publication they have been evga has been teasing their return to amd motherboards some people mistakenly thought this was their first amd motherboard they had amd motherboards back in the Enforce force era their, la- their last one was socket 939 but they're back x570 evga dark and it's 689.99 this is not a, just a consumer motherboard. its I don't even think it's a Halo product necessarily, although they absolutely could release other X570 boards. This is well, in the their lab right now.
1: Godlike from MSI was what, 550, 600?
0: Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, boy, this is one specialized board. Look at all these features. And it's, uh, you know, the, the one thing that I'd, I'd, I'd be more interested in is learning more about the audio of it. Because even though you they use the uh, the crab, real tech AC twelve twenty or something like that. Um, apparently, it's it's got an ESS DAC in there, okay, as well. And uh, they've got as you can kind of see under that thing, they've got some bigger audio capacitors, and you can use that new audio
0: drivers on it. Oh, really? So interesting, interesting. Okay, I that's that's what I heard. All right, that is intriguing. I thought this was just an overclocking sort of utility board.
1: They've thrown a few more things, like they've got two Intel 2.5 gigabit uh, Ethernet in there. Okay. But they didn't put in going, uh, 10 gig. Going? Um, no, 10 gig. 10 gigs kind of. Yeah. I mean, you can actually you now get going. five port 2.5 gig switches for under $200. Yeah, is that QNAP? I think QNAP makes that. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like
2: 125. I have a QNAP uh, 10-gig switch here, which is actually pretty nice. EVGA, new audio on board. Mm
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Okay. What do
2: you think about that? I think that's pretty impressive,
0: but, it you know, it's $689, so. It is. But it's out of stock, so I I can't buy it even if I wanted to. Though I can finance it, $58
2: a month for 12 months for a limited time. Pre-qualify now. Can't you just contact someone at EVGA and just have them slide you on just for testing? You mean as a stuff. review unit? Then I'd have to review exactly. it, though. I mean, where's the fun well, in that? Eh, you might oh. be able to review yeah. That's not. Where's the fun in that? A lot of work. <laughs>
0: have you ever reviewed a motherboard? And I'm I not tried. even good at it, and it's <laughs> look, still look, an extremely. It blew my
1: mind. I tried. Process. I, I failed. I failed. Okay. Jeremy's disappearing okay. into the background. Oh, <laughs>
2: no. Now he's <laughs> the most understand. intelligent. one. Man. <laughs> and I think I'm black and white as well. Yes. Like, yes, exactly. What, it, did communism come for your video? <laughs> uh,
3: Look, when, think...
0: when you're severely bandwidth limited, it just goes into black no.
3: and white. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I think that my uh, camera control software just
2: barfed. Do you, need, sh- a, sh- do you need a I'll quick, quick reboot will be back in a second. Yeah. All right. Okay.
3: Please stand by. <laughs> I was going dark for EVGA. You, you figured I me was, out. I was uh-huh. going to
0: say that. <laughs> the all right, what is NVIDIA DLAA? I thought it was DLSS. Why, no. Is it dumb-looking dumb AA?
1: It's anti-aliasing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> oh. You know, I, I do kind of miss back in the day when, when we could talk about, you know, anti-aliasing that you would understand, like Rotated Grid 4XAA. Or 4x super sampling AA, or multi sampling AA. But now we're, we've got so many different types of AA. It's it's not even funny. you Can't even keep track of them. And and then and then we got you know shader based type AA. You know TLA and 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 all these other things that that's actually done inside the card and not not on the uh, not on the frame buffer and output. It just it just kind of want to go back to the good old days where. Understood this stuff instead of choosing between CSAA and TAA
2: 8XAA and 4XAA, F- TXFX,
1: 8XQ. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, sure, it's all good,
0: but I sorry, if I supposed to pronounce it because it's somebody from. An Elder Scrolls Online team, the direct, the creative director of ESO, great choice to uh, choose to launch this feature on. Okay, yeah, here we go. It's uh, we're adding a new option: deep learning anti-aliasing, using their deep learning technology, but without the upscaling component at full resolution.
2: Hmm,
1: interesting. Huh. So it's it's not DLSS. They're applying no. a deep learning AA
2: algorithm. Interesting. Yeah, so they have they have an AI trained for AA, no. Interesting.
1: Okay. So now Well, that 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 <laughs> actually makes sense. I mean, that would sure you could do some really interesting things there. And uh you would really probably avoid a lot of the the, the still AA kind of causes pixel crawl and and other things. If, if you do DLAA and you can get that looking good, you could probably avoid all that. It's almost it's almost like it could probably be a, a usable stochastic type AA that utilizes the, the matrix capabilities of the <laughs> NVIDIA cards.
2: <laughs> so are you talking cool, about yeah, know, like have... that scan line crawl that you've that you can see occasionally if you like, especially on a still yeah. with a certain cut. yeah, I've seen that. But you don't you don't yeah. see that in a lot of panels. You do occasionally see that still, but not often. And there's yeah. certain colors. That I mean, don't you know, we, we right density together. helps that you
1: have absolutely. You know, you're running a 4K, you're you're going to get yes. very little noticeable crawl.
2: Right, 1080p. Now, yeah, you're going to you're going to notice. A lot of people might not realize this: pixels are still square, or actually somewhat rectangular. They are. Depending no, on they're the actually resolution. kind of rectangular, but yeah, exactly rectangular. <laughs> so yeah. making things look. Curved or round or whatever actually takes you know a lot of anti-aliasing to make that look decent. It's amazing how much curved stuff. How did that that's Macintosh
0: true. team do the rounded rectangles? You know, oh, they got Think a patent for that. Cheated. No one else can do it anymore. Yeah,
2: it's true. But that's, that's ten, ten years worth spec- of software
1: development. And a, a hardware ecosystem that's consistent. I'm, I'm not. I'm not lying either. So yeah, yeah.
3: It is true. But no, I expect this we- is going to have some serious performance hits, though. If yeah. you're actually running an AIAA, mm-hmm. there, there's it
2: AIAA. It's, yeah, exactly. that's because, a you know. So the
1: DLSS stuff, I mean, hmm? well, yeah. But anyway, no, for the NVIDIA, I mean, it's essentially the, the matricy type uh, hardware that's not typically being used when you're rendering graphics. So it's just just better utilization of the GPU uh, when you're doing AA. So that's I guess I should probably download ESO again and fire up a character and
0: check it out. This is slightly newer. This is a uh, Thunderbolt drive from OWC. maxsales.com, by the way. Not owc.com. It's maxsales.com. And TweakTown did a little review of this, and they think it might be one of the best, if not the best, Thunderbolt SSDs you can buy. That's now, sort of fighting words. Yeah, occasionally <laughs> OWC has some of the leading edge stuff, at least at the outset. But we shall see as we scroll through TweakTown's review here. As you can see, it's just a, um, it holds an NVMe drive. This one which a can place, which is really nice. Look how Eyes big on. this is. This is a huge so enclosure for an NVMe yeah. drive. It's, it's aluminum, right? Yeah.
1: Yes, it is. You could use that as a personal defense weapon. <laughs> yeah. Throw that at somebody's
0: head. <laughs> is there more than... And yeah, your data will be fine like, afterwards. In here? Yeah. No, these are just well, I think, standard um, speeds. What is,
3: what is the big deal with this thing? You're getting standard speeds from uh, external
2: Thunderbolt because it's Thunderbolt, man.
0: It's Thunderbolt,
2: okay. I guess we might very well get See, a chance to try this season stuff because, uh, uh, OWC, I think is going to send us one to test. So we're going oh, really. to take a look at this oh. ourselves. Ooh. Yeah.
3: And it's got an aura P 12 SSD, which doesn't necessarily come up high on the rankings either.
2: No, I wouldn't so throw swap a different that, SSD in there yeah. I thought that would be interesting to kind of swap a couple of different NVMe drives in there yeah. to see what's what. So $250,
0: 480 gigabytes, about, about the performance of a Gen 3 internal SSD. But it's external. So like almost 3,000 megabytes per second reads and about 1,500 writes. Let's... Seamlessly move to our next noob story and we had to say goodbye to a very important figure in the history of computing, the history of microcomputing, Clive Sinclair.
1: Now you know why the Sinclair computer was called the Sinclair computer. Because this guy, Sir Sinclair, Mhm. Wait, wait, a bike here. Holding active in a suit, sharply dressed.
0: Wearing a slim tie like a younger man. Mm-hmm.
2: And at speed. Mm-hmm.
0: Remember the ZX Spectrum?
2: Yes. Mm hmm.
0: Oh, look at this. The Sinclair. Did you ever have one of his in your FM radios, though? I
2: don't know. <laughs> Which I didn't
3: actually realize he'd made.
2: Do you remember the era of typing in basic programs out of a book or a magazine or something like that? Oh, no, God. We're, yeah. not, we're not that old. Yes. Oh, because I had the Trash <laughs> 80
1: that I did that yep. with.
2: Yes. And this was one of the computers that taught so many people how to program. I actually had a VIC-20 at the time. So we used to have, you know, computers, face-offs between, you know, platforms and stuff have been going on forever. So there was always the platform war between, you know, your Commodore computers and your Atari computers and your IBMs and your Sinclairs at the time. Did you get your VIC-20? Sinclair Z80? Is that what the the big and, uh, one was? I thought it was a zx one hundred, but I thought it was a Z eighty.
1: No,
3: by then it was already cool used as dialogue.
2: Yeah, but they there were several CPU. manufacturers of that one at the time. There was the Timex Sinclair, which was a almost work alike one. Had some different differences to it, but it was very similar. Oh, the ZX eighty. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah.
1: I mean, that was that was that was a a foundational personal computer that. You could buy, and uh, it wasn't yeah. hugely expensive. But, you know, you needed to have that manual. You needed to have that book of 1,000 programs. I know. Um, yeah. And it was it type was, uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, to, to yeah, find the typo
3: that you met One typo. <laughs>
2: Remember, yep. Pokes yep. and peeks into memory locations and stuff like that from basic programs. Oh. Ah, that's where I learned to write my first machine language stuff. Oh yeah, somebody just wrote peaks and pokes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, good stuff. Remapping the remapping the uh, keyboard so that you can do bitmaps with the the um, letters on the on the screen used to be bitmap graphics, so you could change them into other graphics and put letters next to each other to design games and stuff like that. Crazy, absolute stone knives and bearskins. Yes, but flexible. you just had to know how
1: to do it. It's like it's like vim. I mean, mm-hmm. people who know vim love it because it's just lots of shortcut keys, and it was all it was all designed so you could have this editor in a low memory space. I mean, really low sub sixteen k. And you could do really complex things, but it, it was all yeah. I mean, if you ever want to, I mean, if if you're not familiar with Vim, read up on the history of it. And I mean, this is again an area where you know it was it was helped develop on, I believe. And and so uh,
0: yeah. Okay, moving back to present day, a recent <laughs> development, something uncovered by Matthew Smith over at TechPowerUp, who runs their graphics card database. He's discovered, according to a report here at was this Tom's Hardware? Yes. He's discovered that recycled dies are being used in RTX 3060s. They're okay. The article says that it's faulty RTX 3070 Ti dies. It's it's old news. I mean, they've been doing derated
1: chips to lower things forever. Um. Back in the day with the uh ATI um ninety seven hundred pro, uh D-rated the chips to make the ninety-five hundred. And that's when you could solder some resistors and flash a BIOS and suddenly you've got a ninety-seven hundred with all eight mm-hmm. pixel shaders and two vertex shaders. And uh yeah, I mean derating chips and putting it into a uh lower level uh Product is, I mean, it's common. It makes sense because why waste a chip that won't go into where you think it should go when you have another product down below that you can make it fit and you won't waste that chip, especially when a 3060, you're lucky to pick one up at 399 MSRP. I mean, extremely lucky. Usually they're in 530s and you have to go through the new egg shuffle. Or be really lucky. And if you're really lucky, why are you just playing with computers? You should be gambling. Exactly.
0: Yeah. No, we don't, we don't actually advocate gambling. Yeah. Cut but that if part. it's legal in your state, feel free if you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. pause here. So hear
2: from our first podcast sponsor this week. Today, many small business owners are busier than ever because they have to focus on managing and growing their business. They can't always afford to spend the time finding good candidates. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier to find and hire the best candidates worth interviewing. And it's free. I had the opportunity myself to use the system to locate potential positions, and I found the experience easy to navigate. It's a great way to communicate with potential employers. For your prospective new hires, the LinkedIn Jobs Easy Apply process is super quick, making it easy for your posting to attract potential qualified new hires fast. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and way beyond, as they are the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. The role you post can have applicants fill out targeted screening questions, allowing you to find the most qualified candidates. Candidates with the experience, skills, and motivations you need. Then use the simple tools on your dashboard to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash pcper. That's linkedin.com slash pcper and post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
0: It's no longer a rumor. We Jeremy had reported on rumors of this. Microsoft had an event. It's all, it's official now. You can just plunk down your money now if you can. I don't know if it's up for pre-order yet, but you can get your Surface the Pro computer. 8. It's a laptop. Eight. It's a tablet. It's a pen input device. It's everything for the for the professional. Like You can play around with iPads, which are basically toys for children. <laughs> or you can get a Surface <laughs> Pro. There's Pro right in the title. Anybody watch this presentation?
3: I read the Cole's
0: oh, okay. notes okay, 2880 by 1920 resolution 13 inch pixel sense flow display oh it has up to 120 hertz refresh rate mm-hmm. but you've got to enable it the default 60 for some insane reason some insane reason like battery life that's for losers because they want to say <laughs> uh, under battery life up to 16 hours you know, at 60 hertz you know 40% screen brightness whatever Oh, look, it's got a TPM 2.0 chip because, I mean, it's obviously Windows 11 ready.
3: Well, guess what date these will actually start shipping on? Today? No. No, you can pre order today. They'll ship on October the 5th for some reason.
0: Oh, that's when Windows uh, Wait, 11 launches. Yeah. So, what oh, else oh, is going on October weird. 5th? Huh? Hmm. Wow, that's strange. And look, it comes with a power October. supply. I'm glad. You know, it's, it's trendy not to include power supplies and things anymore.
2: It is. It's brave, actually. I think Nintendo I it
0: pioneered it and then Apple copied them. Do you remember when the new 3DS XL did not ship with a power adapter? Go back
3: to the old days of batteries not included.
0: Yeah, exactly. Remember it's, that? It's, well, there's problems with shipping batteries. You know, you've got to especially yeah. label it, and there's like container and like quantity limits and.
2: There's a, there's a couple of devices out there. I can't remember what they're called. Don't have uh, replaceable batteries anymore, either. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's, so you can't so even get was... at them. Yeah,
2: wonderful. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. talking about every, every major smartphone?
2: Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I, I guess, yeah. That would be the phones.
0: LG was still doing replaceable batteries late in the game, and look what happened to them. Yeah, They, they don't even more. have a line of phones anymore. They went down. Nope. Raspberry Pi is popular. Radeon graphics cards are popular, if you can find one. What if we combine them on a desk and then take a picture of it? Well, heck, they
2: did all of those things. And more. That's it's hooked up to a Raspberry Pi compute unit. I don't know what that what is be? a Raspberry Pi compute unit, Jeremy?
3: Uh, well, it's, it's a little add-on that you get for your Pi, which, among other things, has a PCIe slot on it uh, and oh, one lane. By four? Right? Sorry, by four, Sorry:
0: Sorry. It
3: is
1: by one. No, it's, it's by one.
3: They talked about how they had to uh, get a a switch to make from the the 16 by into a a one by uh, and, you know, get the four lines talking. So this uh, wonderful, brilliant lunatic, uh, that's name is where did he go? Joe, Jeff Geerling. Uh, is the guy who did it oh, okay. and so he fired he managed to get uh, pi running with sort of a custom linux kernel he Wait, i don't know how room. he
1: got a hold of a 6700 Xt yeah he that <laughs> was, was probably part a of story of about how he was incredibly lucky and I, this to is find. all this is all <laughs> fake this is crap man there's no way he could have got a hold of that video card and besides it's that just
0: how on earth could you expect to find a device that would take a 16. Lane, PCI Express connector, and take it down to a buy one. Why would anybody need such a thing?
3: Uh, it's not working great yet. Um, for some reason, he, he's running into issues where the Pi is running out of active memory for some reason. Hmm. Can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> he needed to download more RAM, just didn't do
1: it yet. <laughs> yes.
3: yeah. Or just tell the card to slow down. And I guess. mean,
1: go and, go and talk to Keanu. Download some more RAM. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, it, it may well eventually work, and he could, in theory, uh, get, assign this little pie, compute heavy tasks, and actually have it do it in a reasonable amount of time. But, I mean, overall, the two greatest weaknesses are the difficulty of putting it together and, you know, finding yourself a GPU.
0: couple driver updates. We I feel like we just talked about this, but there's another AMD driver. This one doesn't bring new exciting features like the last one did like the one-touch overclocking that voids your warranty. This one adds support for Star Wars squadrons. There's some new Vulcan support, a bunch of issues that have been fixed, some known issues that are still there, but we're all the way up to 20.9.2 now. 20.9.1 added Windows 11 support and um, added AMD SAM to the 5000 series graphics cards. This is a more minor update. I do this, I mentioned this in fairness, because the bigger driver story was NVIDIA's new driver, which is adding DLSS to, I think, 28 yeah, 28 more games. So now they have an even 100, or no, I'm sorry, over 100 games and apps now supported. Alan Wake Remastered is getting DLSS support. I feel like a lot of games oh. get DLSS now, even if they're not necessarily going to feature a lot of ray tracing.
2: It's actually sort of interesting that they would do that with Alan Wake. Yeah, Alan Wake is unique.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so many remastered games, so little time, See, which is nice because I have so many games in my backlog that when they get remastered, then I have another chance to buy them and then wait another <laughs> oh. 10 years before I try to play them again. It's nice, eh? It's a good plan. It is. They, these guys, are <laughs> geniuses geniuses there's one other thing uh you know last week i didn't talk about it but arm released a uh a whole series of products to support their automotive interests in in you know self driving type stuff and and it's a um, comprehensive uh bunch of software and development tools and uh how to get the hardware out there and i just wanted to quickly mention this because it's i mean they're 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 pushing this, and and they have some partners lined up, and uh, you know, development work is being done, and they're addressing this area, which is very important. I mean, all major car dealerships are uh, not dealerships, but uh, you know, car manufacturers and parts manufacturers like Bosch. Bosch is getting into self-driving stuff and trying to get the hardware going, and and so ARM is is applying uh, a lot of their expertise to getting all the software uh, capabilities and, and and all of that going. And as well as, you know, getting into the hardware and making it a, a one large kind of package that people can develop from and, uh, you know, productize it. Now, the sad thing is, is it really is about seven years from st- starting development to well, where you actually ship a product. but. They've got the framework there, and and they're making this available, and it's 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 taking a lot of the really footwork base work out of the uh, equation for manufacturers who want to, you know, get the self driving stuff going in automotive, and so they have a good basis to to begin on, and be able to work from there, and so this is a another positive thing. So making safer. Orange in cars, you're going on a long drive, put on autopilot. I don't know if you want to take a nap, but we're not at that point yet. People have taken a nap and have run into things like barriers and the backs of emergency vehicles and trees
2: and yeah. Look, emergency vehicles are very to confusing to the AIs. Why we don't we don't know, but they yeah. are. The amount of light.
0: automation it, that's in even just standard cars now is kind of staggering. I had a rental car for about a week because mine was trapped under a tree and then it was at the shop. And it was just a Toyota Corolla. They didn't have much on the lot at Enterprise. And even this little thing had like the ability to read road signs. So then it would display the road sign it had just read and put it up on the dash for you.
1: Have you noticed that the luxury features of a car from 10 years ago are now just standard now? I mean, even though you are paying more for cars, those features have been pushed down and down and down. When's the last time you saw a rolled down window? You don't
0: even remember
2: what the handle is called.
0: Yeah, I don't even know (sighs) if my wife has seen (laughs) one of those in her lifetime.
2: Like, it's just... yeah. Everybody just expects power crazy and door locks. Industrial trucks, maybe still. I don't know.
3: Well, no, maybe. I was in a Ford F three hundred and fifty that was brand new not too long ago because a buddy of mine was Ubering, and it looked like a Cadillac from about five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. interior it's was insane. just insane. I'll
2: take that's it. That's actually the reason why so many so new cars are in uh, short supply. It's uh, obviously just another offshoot of the chip shortage, oh, yep. unfortunately. All oh, the creature conference. yeah yeah all you gotta have stuff. lots of and chips and computers i've read about cars that are not only reading and displaying these signs but actually altering the speed at which you're driving to go oh you're going too fast let me just let me help you with that Let me. Back and there's and things like
0: the, the radar assisted um cruise control no, thank you you can yes. set the distance between you and the next <coughs> car and then it will actually start to Break. slow you down if Break they're before ahead of you. you get yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i don't yeah. like all this mm-hmm. stuff just turn no. it all off yeah turn it off let me live.
1: You no know, what? I've, I've still got a manual transmission in my car. Rare. Oh, extra now, car and and no, right? there's no there's yeah. no lane avoidance, nothing. It's you got to pay attention. And all these new kids with their newfangled, they don't pay attention anymore. You got no, no, the to focus. Laser. Crashing into ambulances.
0: Because all these kids are yeah, going to grow houses. up and drive Teslas. And then and the Teslas are going to drive them. Mm. I think at that point, yep. just, just take public transportation. If yeah. the bus and ran no, they run into buses too. If the bus ran every ten minutes, I don't think I'd have a car. The buses around here, they don't go where I need to go half the time. Waiting on a bus exchange from one to the other takes forever. And they only run once or twice an hour, depending on where you are. That's inconvenient. So we drive all these cars around. The Midwest is they feel like there's two cars to every person. Every yard, every driveway has like five cars in it.
1: And who would have thought that that a simple arm announcement would lead to a discussion like this? It's Exactly. Yep. Nope. You never crazy. know.
2: Crazy. Yeah.
1: And uh, before we get into the last thing, uh, I need to do an update on uh, last week's pick: the thirty-inch MSI two hundred eighty-nine-dollar uh, monitor. Well, it's sitting back there, and it's beautiful. I. Don't understand why it costs as little as it does for what it does. It's an IPS. It's a fast IPS. It it does 200 hertz. It's just fun to take your mouse and do circles in the middle of the desktop at 200 hertz when you're used to 60 hertz at work, and it's just so smooth. It's mesmerizing. And you're hypnotized by the smoothness of the mouse <laughs> cursor going in circles. I mean, it's, it's like you're a whole different world. We're getting that much closer to the Matrix, man. When you don't have any kind of latency or, or, or stuttering. When you're moving your hand and mouse. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's uh, well worth the sub three hundred dollar price, even though it's it is twenty five sixty by ten eighty. Newegg is wrong; it's 19, not nineteen twenty, and uh, um, because of the size, you don't notice the pixel density. It's not that bad. It's not like getting a twenty seven inch uh, ten eighty, you know, a nineteen twenty by ten eighty, where you could kind of see how blocky it was. The way that this is all spread out with twenty five sixty by ten eighty. It's 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 really comfortable to view and it's uh, nice and 200 hertz and IPS and it looks good. And when you change it from 60 hertz to 200 hertz, you don't lose any real image quality. I mean, a little bit probably, but not much. And it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Look it up if you want a new monitor or give somebody you love or even somebody you hate a new <laughs> monitor. Less than $300. For
0: that is it's it was a deal it really was or buy it and then give someone you hate your old 60 hertz monitor because you just can't go mm-hmm. back to that lifestyle anymore let's pause here to hear from our second
2: podcast sponsor this week Hey, there's some big news from my new favorite home security company. Simply Safe is extending their protection to the outside of your home and has just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. Named by US News and World Report as the best home security system of 2021, Simply Safe now just got even better. Their brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with the features you want and need to help keep you and your family informed and safe. The camera's got a nice field of view at 140 degrees, making it easier to keep watch over your outdoor spaces. The 1080p HD resolution is backed up with an 8x zoom, making it possible to more clearly see things like faces or vehicle details like license plates. Hey, it's also got a built-in spotlight with color night vision, making it easy to see what's going on all day and night. It's simple to set up with an easy-to-remove rechargeable battery, making it possible to deploy anywhere on your property. The new camera also integrates with your Simply Safe home security system, of course, so now every door, window, and room are protected, and now your property can be too. To learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com/pcper. What's more, Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service free when you enroll in interactive monitoring. Again, that's simplysafe.com/pcper. Take a look today. I will uh, mention a review that's up on the site. It is for the ThermalTake
0: 8HT200 micro chassis which looks like a helicopter helicopter uh, cockpit kind of hey
2: and it's blue People thunder can't see it it is a lot like blue thunder yes
1: yeah mm-hmm. all it needs is a big gatling gun at the middle and the bottom which of course would yep. be you know they'd say that's toxic masculinity because it's phallic but no that's blue thunder blue. Man. that was blue thunder yep. though was toxic masculinity
2: yeah. What Sebastian, I was disappointed to read that the intakes on the side actually weren't.
0: No. Yeah. I mean, this is a really unusual looking case. So if you haven't check it out on Thermaltake's site or on our site with this review, it's, it's an open frame concept, but then it has a lot of window dressing. So there's a lot of extra panels and unusual angles and I said it features sharp angles, unusual cutouts, panels affixed via large thumb screws, and hinged glass doors on both sides. But it's it's just it's very unusual. And then it has these big scoops on it, and I was thinking, oh, that's clever for the uh, air intake. So I popped one of them off. And there's just yeah, nothing there. And it's, it, oh. They're just solid. Oh, well, that's a that stinks. But there's a bunch of air gaps all around the front. So I mean, obviously so something. Let me was, ask you this. Yeah. When you were writing this up did, did you did you did you think Tom Jones? I don't know what, I know who Tom Jones is but I don't I'm not familiar with whatever you're it's, talking about. It's not unusual. Oh okay. To be a love, Lum-
1: anyway. Anyway, no,
2: this is actually you keep uh, saying an it's unusual. MATX. It's an MATX but then case, it's right? Not, It'll take
0: it's not unusual. Okay, yeah, the the it's A ITX. what is it? The A AHT 600 is a full tower. This is the smaller version of it. So it's technically a micro ATX case. I don't have any recent micro ATX motherboards, so I just did a mini ITX for this build. should probably correct that, but so few micro ATX boards come out anymore. Hmm. We haven't been sent any in a while. And as you can see if you look at the back, inside the component chamber is pretty, pretty standard. There is sufficient room to build the system by just swinging the glass door out of the way. And then you can do the same thing with the back. There's three two-and-a-half-inch drive bays back there. Not a whole lot else. And unfortunately, I guess it depends on the power supply you use. I didn't have quite enough length on like the CPU power cable to go <laughs> really behind the motherboard tray. <laughs> oh. yes, yes. <clears throat> if you look at my Sorry. build here, this is, what, this is the messiest-looking build I've done in recent memory. And I actually tried... But it's just, this is more of, um, it's odd because the whole thing is about aesthetics on the outside, but then on the inside it's all functional. So there's not really a clever way to, you could do custom cabling and cable extensions and things, but here's my case floor. It's just kind of a mess in here. And I use a couple of Thermaltake fans they sent along with this. And they were their ring quad 12 RGB, which comes with a lighting controller. And that just adds more stuff. So then I put mm. the lighting controller on the case floor. All these extra cables. and Anyway, uh, thermals. Obviously, the front of the case is a little bit restrictive. Because it's, it's got windows around one of the intake fans. So open bench with the components that I use, which is a weird little mix of... A Ryzen 5 3600X, which I had on my B450 Mini-ITX board. I threw a RTX 3080 Ti into the mix. And then I measured some temps. And load for the CPU went up from 36.8 over ambient to 43.1, going from open bench to the case. So not crazy. Five and a half degrees. The GPU went up from... 51.6 to just 52.6, not much, but then oddly enough, the one thing that I could not really understand, when I put the two 120 millimeter intake fans on the front, the GPU temps went down. They went down to actually slightly better than open bench because you had more airflow. But then the CPU temps went up by three, almost three and a half degrees. I recheck it's on the numbers. got to go somewhere. Oh, yeah. This is it's one of those Founders Edition cards and it pushes a lot of hot air straight up over the memory. Well, then, the way the airflow was working, it was pushing that hot air directly over the little CPU cooler. So, <laughs> that wasn't ideal. But it wasn't terrible. Ultimately, I think you're buying this because of the way it looks. So, you have to like it. It catches your eye on Newegg. You're like, whoa, what is this? It looks like a helicopter without the tail and... I kind of like the, the white one better. The white one does look cool, actually. Yeah. come in, I think, oh. three colors. But Someone just know. asked. You need what a little 30, legs know, the the also Like
1: a, a Gundam cockpit. A little bit. Put a little
0: figure in the front yeah. there. Exactly. I think people, yeah, it's, it's very much on the
2: mod-friendly side. What were you saying, Brett? Someone just asked what a 3600K was. Your chart had a, had a 3600K. Oh, it accidentally... okay. It needs to be an X. Whoops. Dang it. i got to yeah. redo that chart again. All right.
0: yeah, it anyway, Grr. it's uh, it's an open test bench with an exotic frame
2: around it. So if that's your thing... They should have provided a little uh, wiring management in, indoors. That would have been nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, this, this is, is it. That. You're looking at the back panel right here. There's not a whole lot of area to put cables. Mm. They do come with a couple of um, Velcro straps. So you're supposed to just put things along this line here, but that's still visible from the front because it's full of cutouts. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really come up with a way, I could have been more clever. I could have taken the drive bays out and, and trussed everything up behind that panel. I wasn't being that careful. I just threw a build together and tried to do some basic organization and I failed. Oh, the one complaint I really had about the case actually, to get to the front, uh, fan in ta- the front intake fans, you have to take the, um, helicopter cockpit windows off, which is three screws on each side and then it snaps into place. And then there's two thumb screws at the top and then the bracket doesn't just lift straight out the top. You have to angle it and pull it out from the inside so you can't have your system fully built or at least you have to take the GPU out and kind of shimmy it out of there. And then you can mount the fans to the bracket and then you have to put the whole bracket back in kind of at an angle and shift it into place and then put the thumb screws back and then put the cockpit window section back in. So not ideal. So you're fully invested. When you're doing that. Yeah. And then when you have it installed, this top fan is going to be covered by windows. So kind of struggle yeah. to understand why you'd want to put front fans at all, except for maybe the, uh,
2: the look, because it gives you that nice RGB look if you're using lighted fans. But Yeah, those fans actually, you know, they look pretty good in there. What was the build quality like on this? I mean... Very good. Okay. I, I wasn't finding any issues with the structure. The
0: There weren't any... Sharp edges, it felt very sturdy. I really like the doors. You can see here, like the doors are hinged, so you just you open the doors with one thumb screw and then you just swing it out of your way and it was nice thick glass. It it, it has an interesting shape. I it, very impressed with the build quality. It's almost Lian Lee like. Or not huh. Lian Lee. Who am I thinking of? Uh Inwin. It was almost Inwin like. Not quite as, like, they would use thicker panels, and it would all be aluminum, but you know what I'm saying. Because they, Mm -hmm. like, I remember the D-Frame Mini, which is this cage with a Mini-ITX open frame system inside. So this is kind of similar to that, except, obviously, with a lot more metal and panels. And speaking of metal panels, that's um, the top fan uh, mounts require the removal of the, uh, the roof of the case, which comes off with thumb screws. Like everything else. And then you
1: have does does the roof
0: ever catch on fire?
1: Uh Uh-huh. But if you use the ionized water, it shouldn't really it shouldn't really impact anything.
2: Yes. I can't believe you didn't use my subtext anywhere in your write up. Which is what? Get to the chopper! Oh yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, you know what? The it wasn't any less funny. I forgot about it. The most imp- I keep on zooming out. Okay. Where do I have a picture of the top? Uh obviously a picture will not satisfy this comment. Do I not I forgot to put my picture of the top IO. Where the heck is it? I should add I'll add it right here. Um, the power button on the top of this case. Is it has the most satisfying click? This big button over here, it it feels so good to click it. It has a great sound. It's kind of a clunky, uh, clicky. It feels like an Alps switch, kind of. It's great. I haven't I haven't clicked a better power button in the modern case era, and I'm serious about this. Hmm. So if you're really into the feel of the case power button i cannot recommend this case enough and 169 dollars for that kind of experience think about it like you know those old red toggle switches on the sides of ibm ps2s and their clones those are really satisfying this isn't up to that level but snap yeah damn it feels good Mm. all right let's move on to let's move on to picks of the week and josh get us started
1: Okay, so anyway, yeah, as I mentioning magic. These are almost magic. Um, so, yeah, I was, uh, for like an 11-hour span, I was essentially immobile, mobile, and my wife was considering calling the ambulance. But, of course, me being the tightwad that I am, and, and quite famously with my children, um, they call me the tightwad. Anyway, uh, I, I said, no, this is just spasms combined with low potassium in my system, and so I'm charlie horsing on my entire left side and causing me to to actually go into this strange thing and screaming in pain. Um, salon pads. Uh, they're, they're these pads that you put them on your back, Sore muscles, anything. And you can keep them on there for eight hours. And it just makes the world feel a whole lot better. Especially if you're in a lot of pain. And so I got some of these. And they work. And sure, you you smell like menthol and other things. And people think you probably slather on Bengay as cologne, but you don't care because it feels so much better and they're inexpensive and you wear them for eight hours and your life is a lot nicer. If you struggle with pain, uh, especially muscular skeletal pain, um, if you have children and whatnot, uh, this won't take the pain away. Um, (laughs) but yeah, for only a few dollars, uh, it provided a tremendous amount of relief, and uh, yeah, I'm walking again, which is nice, and I can bend over and tie my shoes, which is really nice, and I can start lifting things again. So yeah, getting old sucks, but you don't have to take it. Jeremy,
3: I take fix it. Just recently handed out a perfect ten to a laptop. What? The framework laptop, which you might remember um, from almost a year back when when they first sort of announced it, it's a 13-inch laptop frame that you could either order built or you could literally order it piece by piece by piece by piece. The idea being that everything is completely and utterly removable and repairable. And of course, upgradable. So you don't have to worry about a bloody soldered CPU. Uh, you don't, the, the basal one is apparently magnetic, so you can just peel it off as opposed to unscrewing the whole thing. And instead of looking like an old Toshiba satellite, he says it's, it's fairly, uh, similar to an Acer one that he'd been using recently. Like, look at it. It's not stupidly chunky, but there it is. There's everything and it's been designed specifically so that you can get at it and easily fix it or replace it. The one he picked up had an Intel Wi-Fi card, 16 gigs of RAM, 250 gig uh, WDM VME. And of course, uh, it comes with a 32 gig thumb drive for installing Windows, which is kind of nice. Then there's the modules. You want USB, H-C, HDMI, and D P I, DP, you just snap them in. Done. You don't want that one anymore, you snap it out, you put in a different module, install the driver for it, and away you go. They're not even stupidly expensive. Uh, they, they, they're relatively decently priced compared to uh, the, the competitors. Uh, but I mean, there's there's, there's one sort of, tri- the, the keyboard um, is a little bit difficult to uh, tear apart and replace, but I mean, keyboards kind of are and uh there are four usb ports soldered directly onto the motherboard which they kind of didn't love um because it sort of got rid of the whole idea of it but at the same time i mean they're going to be used anyways so there's no point and the power one is probably a good idea to you know have a good uh, solid solder on it as opposed to a snap in yeah it, it's just really an interesting idea and you can pick it up with whatever you want they're hoping for a second edition sometime uh which is going to have a gpu in it of course this one right now is depending on an apu and as you can see there's no cp or gpu in there but they may well develop that which makes things even more interesting in the meantime you know just get a good enclosure and uh, stick in an external gpu yeah i think this thing's kind of neat
0: Looks Have nice. Ever given anything a 10 out of 10? I don't think so.
3: But I don't know for
0: sure. They're just fed up with Apple. They're like, "Look, we're going to give anything. <laughs> anything that's better than Apple." 10. Oh. Terrible. They give terror. Apple like a 1 or sometimes yeah. 2
2: out of 10. Yeah. They don't like Oh, they're their chicken shots
0: at Apple in this. Yeah. In their review as always.
2: Next. Hey, Brett. you know how much I like powering things. Mm. power and electricity and more power and when the lights go off still having electricity so my pick uh, is a ups this week and a reasonably priced one for 1500 va 900 watts i know 164 with 10 dollar promo card thrown on top of it still sounds like a lot of money but just for giggles click that 1351 810 watts there so remember the one i'm suggesting here is 164 one that has less go juice is 194.
0: Yeah, but that's from so, Mac Marvel's
2: marketplace with well, only
0: whatever. 74%
2: positive feedback. <laughs> but if you go back to the, the battery one that was yesterday. too heavy. Yeah, it's too heavy. <laughs> 164 <laughs> is actually a pretty darn good price for uh, a reasonable name brand, although I've had but my issues is with it APC pure units sine
0: wave? Oh, for God's sakes. Is it purifying my No,
2: it is not. It's it's not, no.
0: Okay.
2: There's a lot of stuff you can plug into this, which will be just fine. Just totally fine. Okay. So this is a very good price for a 1500 uh, VA APC UPS.
0: Look at all all those outlets on the back.
2: I know. I'm not sure I'd plug my cable television into it, though, but sure.
0: But look, it's got uh, inputs and outputs for cable. um, And and your phone.
2: In your fax machine, mm-hmm. in an
0: office environment, this makes a lot of sense. How that much does, is um, yeah. pure sine wave gonna cost, though? Because this one, see price in cart. Uh, list price five fifty five. I think a pure sine wave is usually about what two fifty three hundred for this. It's is a lot more money. No,
3: than? for that one, it'd probably be about
0: five. Would it really that much more? At fifteen hundred. Hmm? Okay. Well, not everything is so sensitive that it needs it. That's, that is correct.
1: And if it is, then just slap one of those patches on it. You could do
0: that. A sine wave patch. <laughs> yeah. I am the no, curve. I have no pick this week. Um, so shocked. Okay, hey, sometimes I do. Mm. Last week I picked uh, trees or something. I don't know. I don't remember. This has been the PC Per Podcast, episode 645. We'll be back next week. Maybe there'll be some new exciting announcements. I know Nintendo Direct is happening tomorrow. Maybe we'll be talking about the new Switch Pro. They released it after all. Ooh. With that DLSS and 4K and all that stuff. Probably not, but... We'll see. Uh, thanks for watching and we listening. Or both. Please do both. Every week. Repeatedly.
2: Multiple times. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. From different IP And happy
0: addresses.
2: equinox. Oh huh? Yeah. We when off do we by fall day, back, by the way.
0: No, it's equinox.
1: Twenty-second. It's it. You know, it, it so, shifts from year to right, year depending right. on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm looking this up. But yeah,
1: it's officially it equinox.
0: 20, I thought it was the
1: twenty-first, but what do I know?
0: Yeah. November well, this year seven. Have to wait till November. Hmm. All I know is it's seven a.m. I'll be gone till November. January, February, March, April, May. Seven a.m. It's pitch black outside, and I'm tired, and I want to go back to bed. But what else is new? We gotta wait till two a.m. on November seventh to fall back. Okay, can we just abolish daylight savings time, please? Please. Yes, we need to. Who is it saving?
2: Daylight. No one anymore, probably.
3: No. Not a damn thing.